You know, this morning, we're talking about camp meeting. And I'm going to share with you about, you know, camp meeting starts next Sunday night. <clears throat> and camp meeting is a time of refreshing. And we all need to get refreshed from time to time. Now, I realize some of you have to work, and but I want to encourage you to get in any of the meetings that you can, especially if you have to do work during the day, come to the evening services. I know some people that, that for years now, they've been taking uh, vacation time to come to camp meeting. So come, get involved, be a part. You know, in our Christian life, we need times of refreshing, like the camp meeting. Time to be refired and refueled. Now, in Acts 3, 19, Acts 3, 19, it says, Repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Now, have you ever, you know, how many of you have a car or a truck or some kind of vehicle? All right. How many of you have ever had to put oil in your car? How many of you have had to have an oil change? Yeah. You see, in our Christian life, we don't need to run low on oil. We have to keep ourselves filled up with fresh oil of the Holy Spirit all the time. And I'm going to give this a title because I found out they given they given if and I don't give a title they put titles on messages and they were talking to me about a message that I preached just recently and I said I didn't preach that <laughs> so I have to go a hunt and find out I said well tell me about the message so I can go back and hunt and find out what it was and it wasn't even anything close to my title. So I guess I need to start giving these titles so when they ask me about it, I can, I can find it. I keep a log of what, when, where I preach and what, and what I preach. And so this morning I'm talking about fresh oil. That's the title for you guys. <laughs> you know, God wants us to not face our life problems in our own strength. He wants us to be filled up with the fresh oil of the Holy Spirit so we can go through life in his might and in his power. So I want to take, talk to you for a few moments this mo about fresh oil. Everybody say fresh oil. You know, when I was growing up, we had... And on grandpa's farm, now, some of you might remember this, are old enough, but uh, we used to call, nowadays in the modern day, they call it kerosene, but how many remember when they used to call it coal oil? And uh, if, you, if you stepped on a nail and you bare feet, because we usually were going barefooted as kids, they'd... Paul Paul did say, oh, go over and stick your foot in that, in that can of kerosene over there. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I got three or four people raising their hands. <laughs> well, used to, in the 
before they got electricity out to the farm. In fact, I've still got one of my grandmother's oil lamps that you, you had to put the, put the oil, coal oil in there to, and trim the wick and all of that. I still got that at the house. Uh, Grandma died in 1985, and she was, uh, what, 90, I think. So uh, you can know how old that, uh, that, that lamp is. And it still works. Because a few years ago, during one of the power outages, I, I lit it up. But you know what? It had, I had oil in it. But I found out I had to get rid of that oil and put fresh oil in before it would really work properly. Hello, you know, we need to periodically be refilled with fresh oil of the Holy Spirit. God spoke, uh, David spoke prophetically of the need to being anointed with fresh oil of the Holy Spirit in Psalms 92, 10. But my horn you have exalted like a wild ox. I've been anointed with fresh oil. Now, another translation says that the last part of that verse, you, you have empowered my life for triumph by pouring fresh oil all over me or over me. Now, in the Old Testament, when, they, when the king was appointed king, and you can go read about it, they poured the oil on him, on his head, and it ran down over his body. And only the prophet, the priest, and the king had the Holy Spirit upon them. We have the Holy Spirit within. Hello. So evidently, David needed some fresh oil of the Holy Spirit. If he needed fresh oil to triumph over his enemies, we need to realize our need to fresh, for fresh oil of the Holy Spirit. You know, to live our lives successfully, God plan, God's plan calls refresh, us having a refreshing of the oil of the Holy Spirit. Now, oil is one from the word of God is one of the types that is used to refer to the Holy Spirit. There's several different things that are used to, to represent the Holy Spirit. One of them is the dove, but oil is there. Now the Jameson Facet and Brown commentary says, oil is a figure of refreshment. That's what we need in our lives is the, the anointing oil of the Holy Spirit. Psalms 23, 5 says, you prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs, it runs over. Now in Gill's expositation of the Bible, he says, anointing my head with oil means pouring out largely upon him the oil of gladness, the spirit of God in, in his graces, the anointing which reaches all things and filling him with spiritual joy and comfort. How many of you have ever 
had to work with some machinery and you had to keep putting oil on it for it to operate properly. You know, right over there in our administration building, we got a shredder to shred stuff. And uh, right there, when you go down there to turn it on, it's, and there's a little, little can or bottle there, and you're supposed to oil those blades. I know I got some of my employees there. How many of you have ever been down there and saw that? How many of you? See, I got several of you. You see, sometimes when people are using a chainsaw, they continue to, to pour the, that on there. This verse makes it very clear that we need fresh oil. The question is, do you do, you do what's necessary to, to keep refilled with the oil of the Holy Spirit. Huh? You know, Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit. At Luke's account here of Jesus being received, when all the people had been baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized. This is Luke 3, 21. And while he prayed, the heavens opened and the Holy Spirit descended in the bodily form as a dove upon him. And a voice came from him and said, you are my beloved son, in you I am well pleased. So like I said, this is Luke's account of him being anointed by the Holy Spirit. Now you got to realize and see some people don't ever do this. Jesus was living as a man, a human being. He was baptized just like we are baptized. And the Holy Spirit came upon him in the form of a dove. Now, let's look at Luke 4, 1, which is the next chapter. Then Jesus being filled... I want you to look at that. Being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Now notice it didn't say Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit. It said then Jesus being filled. That constitutes a continuation. If something's filled, well, it's filled, but if it says something is being filled, that, that's a continuation. Am I, am I right or wrong? See, being filled with the Holy Spirit is a present tense statement. Having fresh oil of the Holy Spirit is what helped Jesus maintain the victory over the enemy in the wilderness. Having fresh oil of the Holy Spirit will help us to do the same thing. You know, some Christians try to operate on a half a, half a tank of oil. Now, some of you are old enough to remember these new cars, you don't have to do it. The, the, the computer tells you. In fact, the other day, oh, it's been a month or two now, I guess. I say the other day. Uh, it it came on my dash. You need oil. But used to, we had, we had 
something called a dipstick. I mean, you know what I'm talking about, on a motor. And you had to pull it out and it would show you how much oil you had in your, in your crankcase down there or, or your container. And it had a place for full and then it had a mark on there said add oil. Because that motor working time and time again, time and time again, begins to use that oil. It, the oil lubricates the parts in the engine. And when you lose that lubrication, you're going to lose an engine really quick. But it's the same thing with us. We need to check how much oil we got in our, of the Holy Spirit we got in our tank. Some people are trying to, are trying to live with, they need to add oil. They need to check, they need to check. You see, you have no spiritual power when you're running on half a tank of oil. See, we need to continually be being filled. It's one thing to be filled, but it's another thing to being filled. That means you are continually keeping your all up to the tr proper level. Hello. Now, you know, we know in Acts chapter 2, it talks about the disciples being filled. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, we know this. They were all with one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound from heaven, a rushing mighty wind filled the whole house where they were sitting. And there appeared to them divided tongues of fire, one set upon each of them. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. That's the account of them being filled with the Holy Spirit. That's in chapter two. But in Acts chapter four, it says, and when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God with boldness. Now these are the same people because Peter and John was there. They are the same people that was there in Acts 2, they were filled. But here, this would be a refilling. Now, why were they praying? Well, they had been ministering. Peter and John had been ministering. And they had healed the man. They had, through the name of Jesus, they had healed the man at the gate beautiful there. Right? Remember that? Peter told him, we don't have any gold, but such as we have, give out you, rise and be healed. Well, the religious leaders got really upset about this, but they couldn't do a lot about it because of the people. So they brought him in and stood him before the high court, religious court, and told him, stop preaching in the name of Jesus. So they all gathered together and started praying. And when they were refilled with the Holy Spirit, they went out and began to speak with boldness. They didn't care what they told them. We need to continue to be refilled with the Holy Spirit. This is true for us today. 
as we go through our daily lives, we endure trials and circumstances and we need to be being filled with the Spirit in order to continue to live the good life that God wants us to live. Be being filled, refilled. Over and over again, you need to be refilled. How do you get refilled? Well, we'll talk about that. You get refilled by speaking in tongues every day. Hello. Now, look at what the Apostle Paul said here. Let's look at what the Apostle Paul had to say. In Ephesians 5.18, do not be drunk with wine, which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. Now, that word's hard to pronounce and most of the time, you don't even, most of you probably don't even know what it means. Hello. Well, that's a Greek word as translated from a Greek word, A-S-O-T-I-A. Now, I don't attempt to pronounce it because I'm not a Greek scholar, but I know how to look it up. And that's the word that was there, that's, that is there according to Holman's Bible Dictionary. And it means to be hopelessly sick. It refers to a lifestyle by which one destroys oneself like the prodigal son. It is the life of dissipation resulting from drinking wine, Ephesians 5, 18. And then it goes on to say, this Bible, this Bible verse speaks or word here speaks against a disorderly life, whereas the Greek used this term to mean a wasteful life. And the Bible goes on to teach us to avoid that. That's what Holman's Bible Dictionary says. I think actually, as we look at it in the NLT, it gives us a little bit better. We understand that. Don't be drunk with wine because it will ruin your life. Isn't that just what we read? That the that Greek word that's used here, and that what it and that what it meant? Instead, be be filled with the Holy Spirit. The Amplified says, "Ever be filled and stimulated with the Holy Spirit." The International Standard says, "Keep on being filled with the Spirit." We all know everything that I'm talking about today. Most of you do anyway. But we need to be reminded of this. Our cars with the computers that we have now remind us. In fact, my car just said oh, about three or four weeks ago, it started saying, on my, every time I start my car, it would come on there and say, 2,000 miles, oil change. And then it counted down. And finally, it got said, change the oil. <laughs> Hello? Well, we need to keep up, checked on ourselves and make sure that we are continually refilled with the oil of the Holy Spirit. You know, he wants us to be overflowing. 
with the oil of the Holy Spirit. Now in your car, you don't want to have too much oil. You just want to have the right amount. It's too much oil, it'll go spraying everywhere, come back out because it's too much. But he wants us to have an overflowing, ever flowing oil of the Holy Spirit. Now, you know, there are too many people that are just coasting down the road of life on the experience and the memory of being filled. Hello. You know, you need to be being filled every day by praying in the spirit every day. You know, you can know if you're currently up to the level that you need to be with the oil of the Holy Spirit. Because if you're up to where you're supposed to be with the oil, having the oil of the Holy Spirit, you'll have a song in your heart and you'll be a worshiper instead of a griper. Look at Ephesians 5, 1, 9. Speaking one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your, in your heart to the Lord. Hello. I'm not condemning anybody. I'm just telling you what the Bible says. This is one way to know whether you're, you got, whether you're up to the all level of the Holy Spirit in your life or not. If not, you need to you need to do what that sign says. Add oil. That means that it means you're low on oil. Hello. In a, in the cars gone by, these young kids don't know anything about this. But but we had a we had a a a, a pressure gauge. And if that dropped, that oil pressure gauge dropped, that meant you was low on oil. I know Cameron had one in his race and in them race cars that he used to drive. He had an oil set right here, right in front of him, an oil gauge. And if that thing started dropping, I wanted him to get that engine cut off immediately because that meant, because <laughs> you're gonna blow an engine and that's a whole lot more, lots more money than just a, a little oil. I can tell you that right now. You know. Years and years and years ago, back in the be back in the seventies, this young man, he was part of the first singing group that I had, and uh, he come walking in one day, and they said, "Well, where's your car?" And he said, "Oh, it's down there on Seventy First Street, about Garnett Street." And he said, "It just all of a sudden, it just the motor just locked up and stopped." And it, I, I try to turn it, I try to start it. It won't even do anything. It just clicks like it's a low battery, but I don't, the battery has plenty of power. And uh, I said, oh, well, you better get it checked. Well, his engine had seized up because it didn't have any oil in it at all. 
And I said, and I called his name. Didn't you know you're supposed to put oil in the car? No, I didn't know you're supposed to put any oil in the car. His engine, it seized. If you know what I'm talking about, those pistons and <laughs> seized up in that, sl- in that block. You see, when you run out of oil, you're going to crash and burn without the oil of the Holy Spirit. Another way to figure out if you're up to where you're supposed to be with your level of oil is, do you have a thankful attitude and accounting the blessings you have and not always talking about what you don't have? Ephesians 5.20, giving thanks always for all the things, all things that God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, I've seen people, I mean... They're doing pretty good in life. Seem to have comforts that they need and they're griping all the time. Well, I don't have this. I don't have that. I told one guy one time, I said, be thankful for what you got. If you'll be thankful for what you got, God will let you have some more. But as long as you're going to gripe, this is where you're going to stay. I better go on. That's meddling. And then another way to tell if you're up to the level of the Holy, all of the Holy Spirit is, are you giving pre- preference to others or is it all about you? Hello. 521 says, submitting to one another in the fear of God. Now, in the early church, when people got filled with the fresh oil, they were never the same again. I said, they were never the same again. Y'all awful quiet. That's because I'm walking heavy this morning. I'm trying, I'm calling you to the attention of the fact that you have, you may not have been, may not be full of oil like you should be. You can come to church and still not be full of the oil of the Holy Spirit like you should be. You know, with the fresh oil of the Holy Spirit, you change from being a thermometer that just tells what the temperature is to being a thermostat that sets the temperature. Being filled with fresh oil of the Holy Spirit makes you where you're not fearful to boldly declare the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. People, you know, people that are filled with all of the Holy Spirit are not quiet. They're not afraid to talk about Jesus. They're not afraid to show the joy of the Lord. See, some people say, oh, what is all this? What's all this running and jumping and dancing and shouting? It's nothing more than just rejoicing in the presence of God through the oil of the Holy Spirit. People need to continue be being filled with the Spirit. 
Okay? You may have been filled with the Spirit. But have you been refilled? Because many things happen in our lives. And unless you continually refill all of these things happening in your life is doing away with a little bit of that oil, like that motor in that car. You keep running it for so many miles and it uses up that oil. It lubricates. We need to realize our need for fresh oil. Turn to your neighbor and say, fresh oil. What do we do to receive fresh oil? Well, the scripture said, repent, be converted, so that times of refreshing come in the presence of the Lord. First of all, you got to make sure you're right with God. And if you, if, you need, if you need to ask for forgiveness, then you do that. Next, you ask the Lord to anoint you with fresh oil. See, how do you get anointed with? Well, you anoint your own self with fresh oil by praying in the spirit. But you come to meetings like the camp meeting where everybody is getting refreshed. That's why we need to come and just soak in all of the Holy Spirit. I know I haven't said anything most of you don't already know, but everybody's staying. I've been long enough anyway. Now, if you have been filled with the Spirit, but you haven't spoken in tongues in a while, or you've never been filled with the Holy Spirit, I want to pray for you. If you've never been filled or if you have been filled, but you haven't really spoken in tongues. Some people get filled and they they don't speak after that. Sometimes because they don't know how. I want to pray for you. If that's you, I want you to step out in the aisle, come down here to the front right now. If you've been filled, but you hadn't spoken tongues in a while, or you haven't been speaking in tongues on, on a regular basis, or you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit, I want you to come on down here right now. They'll line you up. Just come on. They'll line you up. Come on. Don't be afraid. Come on down. If you're in the balcony, come on down here. Hey, you, if you've been filled and you haven't been speaking in tongues on a regular, regular basis, you need to get down here. And it's not my fault if you leave here and not, not refilled. So come on now. I'm going to wait on you. Come on. Come on. Sing something while they're coming. And Lord, anoint us with fresh oil. Hallelujah. The Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Just come on. Don't, don't 
don't hang back. No matter who you are. Come on. This is it's, it's no shame to come, come down here to get refilled. There's nothing, there's no shame in this. Now, you that are standing down here, how many of you came to receive the Holy Spirit? You've never been filled with the Holy Spirit. Let me see your hand. Anybody? There's two, three right there. Well, let me, let me say this to you. When I come by and I say, be filled, or whatever I say, your mind is going to tell you because it's going to seem like you want to say something that's not English, and your mind's going to tell you that's stupid. But just whatever those sounds are, just start making those sounds. Just start saying them. Okay? That's, it says, they began to speak with tongue as the Spirit gave them utterance. That's what it is. The Spirit is giving you the words. You got to say them with your own mouth. Spirit, he's not going to say it for you. You just say it, whatever. And don't worry about what it sounds like. Because everybody else is going to be speaking in tongues too. All of you out there, I want you to raise your hands right now. And I want you to begin to speak in the Spirit as I go to minister to these right here. Come on, speak it out. Let me hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Speak out loud. Don't, don't hold back. Thank you, Jesus. The rest of you down here, when I say be filled, I want you to begin speaking in tongues. All right? How many of you ready right now? You ready right now? Be filled. Speak. Go ahead. That's it. Speak it loud. Speak it loud. Be filled. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Anybody get anything this morning? I want you to realize that you had to, you need to contend. For all of you that came down here, now you can do that anytime you want to at home. All you got to do is just start saying, Lord, anoint me with fresh oil and let it, and just begin to speak it out. Some people, they, they hear it and they, they get afraid because they don't understand what they're saying. You're not supposed to. You're talking to God through the Holy Spirit. All right? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, lift your hands and thank God for the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. If there is anybody here this morning, you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. I'd like for you to know him before you leave here today. Are you in this place and you need to rededicate your life to God? Let me see your hand so I can pray with you and pray for you. Anybody anywhere in the room, downstairs, upstairs, anywhere. Thank you, Jesus. Father, if there happens to be one individual under the sound of my voice that needs to accept your son, Jesus, as their Savior, I thank you that the Holy Spirit convicting power will be with them and they cannot be satisfied doing anything until they stop 
and accept your son Jesus as the Lord of their life. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. As I was praying there, the Lord said, anybody out there that's watching that you need to be refreshed by the Holy Spirit or you've never spoken with the Holy Spirit, I'm going to reach my hand out toward that camera and you're going to reach your hand out toward the screen that you're watching. And I'm going to say, receive the Holy Spirit. And when I do, it's going to seem like you want to say something that's not English. I want you just to begin to blurt it out loudly. Don't whisper. Just say it out. Whatever. It doesn't matter what it sounds like. Just keep saying it. Okay. I want everybody in this congregation, reach your hands toward that camera with that red light on. And I want y'all to all to begin to pray in the spirit right now. Heavenly Father, I thank you that there's no distance in the Holy Spirit. And Father, I thank you that the Holy Spirit is there wherever they are. Anybody is watching, it's reaching their hand toward the screen right now. Receive the Holy Spirit. Now begin to speak. Let the Holy Spirit flow out of you. Just begin to speak. Whatever it is you feel like you need to say, say it. Just keep saying it and keep saying it and keep praying in the Spirit. Let it flow from you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen and amen and amen. Hey, if you prayed that, if you prayed in the spirit with us, let us know about it. Uh, just, just there, uh, go to prayer at rhema.org. Let us know about it. We'd like to, like to know about it. Hallelujah. This is a church that believes in the Holy Spirit. We believe in speaking in tongues. And we're not afraid to shout or run if we feel like it in the name of Jesus. We don't want a bunch of nonsense going on. But there is such a thing as be rejoicing in the Lord sometimes. Hello. Amen and amen. Well, hallelujah. Camp meeting starts next Sunday night. Get Prime the pump all this week. Pray in the spirit about the camp meeting. Amen. Glory to God. Glory, glory, glory. Well, did you get something today? How many, how many got an oil change this morning? <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hey, connection team, find our first time guests and take them to the door so they can uh, receive a special gift we have for them. Staff, you go to the doors so we can shake hands with you. If you're looking for a church home, we say, welcome home. All right. They're going to sing a chorus. Let the staff get to the doors. Let me get off this platform. So we'll see you tonight, 6 o'clock. And don't forget, Wednesday night, Hour of Power, we'll be here. And next Sunday, camp meeting starts. Be here. God bless. <laughs>